0: Hello, and welcome to Creating Your Community. I'm your host, Laura Ambler, and for the holidays, I will be doing a daily podcast about what makes the holidays special and special people who have been in the world or are still in the world. So I hope you enjoy listening, and thank you for being part of this community. Today is green bean casserole day. Do you know where green bean casserole came from? Well, in 1955, in the Campbell Soup Test Kitchen, Dorcas Riley and her team came up with green bean casserole. Only then it was called the green bean bake. They were asked to make simple recipes with five ingredients or less. People were tired after World War II and the Depression. They wanted quick, easy, things that didn't take a lot of time. So with their busy family schedule, they could spend more time together. So green bean casserole fit the bill. Every year, 20 million people eat green bean casserole. But starting in 1955, it wasn't really popular. It didn't get popular until 1960 when the Campbell Soup Company decided to put the recipe on the label. It just took right off because it made it easy You didn't have to look through a cookbook for your recipe. It was right there on the can. Some people laugh at green bean bake. They think it's too kitsch, too 50s, when actually, well, yes, it is 50s, and not healthy enough. But to me... And many people like me. It says home just as much as apple pie. If I want to feel comfy cozy, especially in the winter, green bean casserole is an easy way to feel that food hug. To remember the different celebrations that green bean casserole was a part of, and to remember those people who were around that table. We all have our different traditions. Another food that doesn't have a special day, I don't think, I'll have to look it up, is lutefisk. Lutefisk is a fish dish many Scandinavians have for Christmas, actually Christmas Eve. And then we used to eat the leftovers on Christmas morning. Now, lutefisk is something that, well, you either hate or you love. In in fact, in certain families, half the people hate it, half the people love it. I'm one of those that loves it. But it makes the kitchen smell horrible. And some people say it has the consistency of glue and tastes like dead fish. I don't. To me, again, it says home. But I was having a discussion with a friend of mine a few years ago. And he said, you know, Laura... That's famine food. That's the food people ate when there wasn't anything else to eat. Because it's dried cod that would keep for months. And to rehydrate it, they would soak it in lye. Yes, you heard me right, lye. And then they would soak it in water for three days to get the lye out of the fish. And it became quite gelatinous thus the feeling that it was like glue but it kept well it was easy to turn into protein famine food it was food you could depend on in the deep dark winter and he asked why do you still eat it I eat it because it reminds me of my roots and my grandparents and my parents and getting together with people and having lutefisk suppers. It's home. It's comfort. Is there something in your background that people would think was strange, but you love because you grew up with it? Because it reminds you of family long gone. We all have those traditions, those comforts. And I think those comforts are a blessing. So enjoy a blessing this holiday season. And thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Creating Your Community. I hope you listen tomorrow, too. And if you liked what you listened to today, then like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back.